Murdoch. I'm coming to get you. Remember, Sally, when I promised to kill you last? I am I. Get off my plane. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubble. John, I'm not gonna shoot you between the eyes. This is shoot you between the balls. Your disease. I'm the cure. I'm gonna take you to the bank, Senator Trent. There can be only one. Dead or alive, you are coming with me. Yippee-ki-yay. I'm going to kill them all, sir. Hey everybody! Hey everybody! Welcome, welcome to Give Me Back Nate. Hey, no. What action? I, I no, it's horror. No, it's we're action. doing horror this week, right? No, no this is I, well, but it's John Carpenter. It is John Carpenter action. Uh, but oh, it does have Jason Statham, so that's one point action. True. It, uh, it's oh, got. Oh, I got you here though. It's got a ghost. Or. It... Does have a ghost, but it has oh, ice. It has cube. a bunch. Oh, 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 that is action. That's action. Hot topic cosplayers, horror. Uh, I would say Natasha Henstridge, but I guess you kind of take that as species, don't you? Yep, yep, I would. So that's another point for me. Um, a lot of machine guns. Oh, ooh, ooh, they, those usually aren't in horror movies. Not, not normally. No. No. Did I mention nah. Jason Statham? You did miss it. I did, I did, I did. Yes, yes. Yeah. Mm. Um, Oh, and you got Pam Greer. Pam Greer. You know what? We'll call it a draw. We'll call it. I gave you the option to pick this movie for the horror segment. And you refused. I I got a really good reason of why I wanted to do this movie, but I want you to go first. (laughs) Well. Well, can can I do my intro now? Then is that okay? May I proceed? Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. okay. You're you're allowed. See, the heat wave here in Ohio has really given me the brain scramblies. Uh, speaking of brain scramblies, I've got them pretty bad too. Ah, uh, welcome to give me back my action movies. The podcast. I am your uh-huh. host, Charlie. With me for now is Nate. Say hello to the people, Nate. Hi everyone. I'm Nate. <laughs> yeah, that guy trying to step on my show, and uh, we are still mine, but whatever. Oh, is that how we're playing this game tonight? We're still in space, and I will blast you out the airlock. Period. No, <laughs> I will do it, sir. Oh no, we are still in space in our month-long voyage, and this week. I have been pushing for this movie for, I don't know, I'm going to have to say longer than three months, but for now I've been pushing it for three months. I've been wanting to do Ghosts of Mars. And Nate somehow just keeps coming up with some reason my not feet. to You have. Like, not, I, like I, no, like literally every time you mention it, I'm just like, ah, I do want to revisit it, but do uh, I want to revisit it now? So it literally make an entire month about space, and I'm like, he's got to pick it for that. Nope. Leprechaun in space is what he picks. Yep. <laughs> I had a hard time remembering every space movie we picked today when talking to another person about it. Really? I did. It's pretty easy what we've picked. I mean, so Very far. Very easy. We They're have. In space. 
there in space. We started out with Lockout with Guy Pierce. Then we jumped into your favorite selection of Leprechaun 4 in space. This now we're week here. is Ghosts of Mars. And we have one more that I admittedly is an excellent choice. I think so. And we, we have something special. two more. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't think we finalized the second oh, one. We did. Did we? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, just trust me. I'm just going to have to look you at the schedule. You trust me. I'm going to put you in my pocket. It's a pocket I of trust. tried to trust you, but you stepped on my show. Um, <laughs> so, no, we're doing uh, Ghosts of Mars. I am on the back end of a COVID infection. Still got COVID, and you're That's dealing amazing. with a heat wave. You come to Ohio, and everything falls to shit. Yeah, the world literally ended because I decided to go to Ohio and remodel my in-laws' kitchen and bathroom. We have an electric company that said... We can't keep you guys with AC. We have to shut off the power grids in certain zip codes. Yeah, thankfully that didn't happen here, but it happened everywhere around us. We lost power, I think it was Tuesday night around 8 o'clock at night, so it was a really rough night of sleeping. It kicked back on some point in the middle of the night, which made it nicer, but that starting out sucked. Yeah, I would Plus working outside for the past two days sucked <laughs> i would i would have been happy working i i haven't had energy to do anything barely had energy to do this podcast that's, that's why what we're, happens with COVID. we're trying to get through this we had to postpone an interview yeah we we want to be at the top of our game you're not getting the top of the game today no. but you know this right now five yeah. minutes into the podcast that's nate's fault not not yeah. COVID. charlie's fault that's for sure <laughs> no but we are we are covering one that th- so I figured with this episode was I wanted to bring to light something that maybe not everybody knows about the show. When we decided to do the horror branch off of the show, it was not always just going to be horror. We actually talked about doing action horror movies that strictly strictly action movies that are horror based. Right. Then we and, created the horror group on Facebook and things kind of went, oh, let's change it a bit and just do strictly horror because well, there's a lot in the sandbox. Yeah, we didn't want to tie our hands too tight on that. But one of the first movies on the list I wanted to do when we created the new show was Ghosts of Mars. So I let that one sit for a while. And like I said, I've been pitching it at Nate for like three months now. He's totally rebuked me every time. But now I was like, screw it. I get to pick a space movie action. I'm picking Ghosts of Mars. And yeah, there's a theme that I don't think I actually planned in this was we did Lockout, which was a a pseudo Snake Plissken in space. And we got this movie, which is John Carpenter pseudo Snake Plissken in space. Literally Ice Cube is in camo pants. A muscle shirt that is black and two submachine guns. Yep. All it was missing was him wearing a trench coat from time to time. That's and an it. eye patch. And Pam Greer got the trench coat, which I think was a small. Oh, movie, that though. is true. Yeah. Honestly, though, he should have just put the eye patch on Ice Cube. I should have got shot in the eye at the end. Yeah. And then, boom, Something. Eye patch. But Ice but, Cube hates this movie. <laughs> yeah, yes, he does. There's 
there's not a lot of people that do like this movie. I'm I'm in a minority, but I'm I'm in that minority with John Carpenter. John Carpenter said, uh, I did this movie to have fun, guys. It's never supposed to be a serious horror movie. It was no, never it was supposed not supposed to be. This was supposed to be like commando in space. Yeah. This was bullets, blood, action metal music which i know we're gonna dig into this all oh, very this movie, much so strictly on soundtrack is amazing and john carpenter is just like f it man i want to have fun especially when the studio goes yeah you can't do escape from new york three we're not or, gonna know, give you you can't use money. snake plissken we're not your yeah, own character and so what's he do? I'll take the money you will give me and just kind of make that character. And we'll call him Desolation Williams. And this movie also made him go, you know what? F you Hollywood. I quit. Yeah. He walked I... away. He did come back. What? 2009, 2013, somewhere in that time period mm-hmm. for the ward with everyone's favorite actress right now. Amber Heard. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly haven't seen that. I remember there for a while. It was on Netflix. Um, I don't think he wrote it. I don't think he did the music for it. I think it's just like a by the numbers kind of like, I think it was just a hired gig to do. Yeah, but it's um, weird. What, what, unless he needed to pay off some bills or something, what, what pulled him out of I don't retirement? Know. And, and I he know went he went right back into retirement. And he like gives his blessing for like certain things, you know, like the Halloween remakes and stuff like oh, that, that one but took like some pulling the teeth on him like it, look man uh, instead of sitting on your couch yelling about it maybe help us yeah maybe instead of giving rob zombie the rights to do everything and don't get me wrong i like the halloween rob zombies you guys can shoot me an email about that later how how wrong i am but i, fi- I find enjoyment in those movies but no this is this is one of the greats man john carpenter and this in this movie is not just a snake plissken wannabe it also has like super assault on precinct 13 vibes as well and oh, yeah. most uh, certainly like yeah. you might as well have like put the two movies in a blender and then went let's just launch them into space and someone went hey you should throw some ice cubes in that blender and we got ice cube in that blender. yeah they did yeah buddy but right. that drink doesn't have iced tea no iced tea though, but shame. We do have body count on this show, so there will be a touch of iced tea. There will with be our ice cube. All yeah. right, man. Before we get too far along, let's get the let's knock the trailer out real quick, and uh, we'll come back and we'll dig right into Ghosts of Mars. It was supposed to be a routine prisoner transport. Williams was arrested on the suspicion of murdering six rail workers. The bodies were hung and decapitated. But here, a million miles from home. Hello? Anybody here? Drop your weapon. I ain't going back. They're about to discover nothing is what it seems. We've got a situation ahead. Everybody in the mart's gone inside. What the hell is going on out there? Whatever used to live here, we woke it up. It takes us. I'm talking about a kind of possession. Something's kicking out there. We need us, and we need you. None of us is going to survive if we don't stick together. Come on. Time to stay alive. 
saved your life. Yeah, run the master of terror. Go! John Carpenter's Ghosts of Mars. Damn, girl. I like you already. Holy shit, why don't we have Keith David doing trailer voice guy more often? Right? I'm telling you, man. I was playing that going, ooh, Keith David. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. That makes so much sense. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, yeah. Love it. Love it. Oh, I love those trailers. I do. That was a fun trailer. Like, that's got that instant, like, yeah, this hook. That two thousand techno music, yeah, you know, just <laughs> blades about to come in and start slicing heads off. Yeah, that's all I'm waiting on. You got a little blade, got a little matrix. It's all good, man. It's two thousands were their own thing. Uh, all right, so we are doing something a little different for this episode. We are not going to do a three sentence synopsis. I know, I know. We're, I we're trying something new. We are. They may come back. Not saying we won't ever do them. We kind of, A, sometimes I feel like we force them and they're just not quality. Bullshit. Then, I work on them for weeks in advance, even before the movie's even picked. I want everyone to go back and listen and see if that's true. Um, play all our old episodes that he started. I want to know all the feedback. That's right. All of it. So Nate and I have discussed it and we've always said it in this show that it's very nostalgia driven. And what's one of the things we did to to pick movies back in the day, and that was to read the back of the VHS cover. So, yeah, you see the cool cover, and you go, I want to know more about that. You flip it over, and you read it. So, what we're going to do today is I'm going to read you the back cover of Ghosts of Mars. You ready, Nate? Ready. I'm actually reading it, but it's funny. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. I don't have it. Do you actually have the physical copy? Of the movie? Yeah. Yeah, I own it. I own right, it. Do you have the physical copy in your hands right now about to read the back? Oh, no. I have. I had to pull that up because I'm in Ohio, dude. I'm not near my collection. I thought you would bring Ghost of Mars with you. I'm I, so sorry. I did. I brought and the make DVD. make the whole family watch it with you. I did. I brought the DVD. I didn't bring the DVD case. Look at this guy. Straight yeah. 90s. Still using the CD case, travel case pack. Don't you act like that's a bad thing, man. No, I got one somewhere around here. I have a stack of DVDs. I bought DVDs and they showed up on Amazon before Anthony and I left. So those are <laughs> in the bag too. One of them is a pick for next month. So <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. Can, can I do the thing now? Because I made, I made myself some music. Yes. Proceed. Okay. From John Carpenter, the master of horror behind 1998's hit, John Carpenter's Vampires, and classics like The Thing and Halloween, come a sci-fi thriller full of explosive action and bone-chilling suspense. Natasha Henstridge is Melina Ballard. Is that Melanie? Oh. Natasha Henstridge is Melanie Ballard, a headstrong police lieutenant on Mars in the year 2025. Humans have been colonizing and mining on the Red Planet for some time, 
But when Ballard and her squad are sent to a remote region to apprehend the dangerous criminal, James Desolation Williams, played by Ice Cube, they discover that he's the least of their worries. The mining operations have unleashed a deadly army of Martian spirits who take over the bodies of humans and won't stop until they destroy all invaders of their planet. With a stellar cast including Pam Greer, Jason Statham, and Cleo Duvall, as well as explosive special effects, John Carpenter's Ghost of Mars is an intergalactic terror fest like you've never seen. Whoa. I've written that. Pretty. I did. I did. (laughs) I did rent that, Was that the first time you saw it and you ran it at the video store? Yeah. I didn't go to see this one in theaters. My guess is this probably had a limited release anyway. Um, So. Well, it uh, bombed. Hard. <laughs> yeah, it did. So I don't think me not going though was you was could have the, saved it. Was the clinch the clincher on that one? But uh no, it uh it didn't do good. No, no. I mean, it made the man retire. <laughs> yeah, I. It sucks. Fourteen million dude. worldwide on a budget of twenty eight million. I, it it there's nothing wrong with this movie. This this movie has everything I want. Action, gunplay, violence, blood, story that I can follow that, you know, doesn't get overly convoluted and amazing special effects. You know, it not all the special effects are amazing. I say they're not all amazing. I mean, practical well done. The practical effects were awesome. Um but no, man, I, I I don't know. Sometimes I feel like John Carpenter is either ahead of his time or he waited too long to make this movie. Like, I think so, this movie had come out in the 80s. It would have probably been ranked right there with, you, you know, Escape ready from New York. For, for all of this that I Am have I, to unload oh, Nate, on you. Nate has a lot of stuff to unload. I do. I remember the first time I saw this, the only time I had saw this was back when it first came out it was on showtime i remember my dad and i staying up late to watch it because it was a new john carpenter movie stoked Mm. hated it i mean we're talking i'm in like middle school hated it the reason i was excited to come back and revisit it was people did not like the thing when it first came out they did not like Big Trouble in Little China when it first came out. And now as an adult, I'm like, I wonder if I would have been one of those people, right? Yeah. And that's exactly what happened here. As I watch it now, I'm like, oh, this is stupid fun. Like, this is actually really fun. This is not what I thought as a kid back then. I remember back then just being like, man, when's like the action start? Like, what the hell? The man was ahead of his time. He always has been with a few missteps. Um, no. I'm looking at you, Village of the Dam remake. We don't <laughs> talk about that. <laughs> but he was smart enough to cast Jason Statham in 2001 as basically a leany man with hair. hair. It's so strange. With has got hair. And to lead on to you of like, yeah, this movie probably should have came out in the 80s. But then it would have been like, oh, he just went back to the well of Assault on Precinct 13. 
this movie feels like it's from the 80s, but it's in a post-Matrix world that feels like it's a 1950s pulpy horror movie. Yeah, I can see that. Somehow the man pulled that off. It just, we weren't ready for it. We didn't understand what he was trying to do until now. Does it succeed in every step of the way? No. But it doesn't deserve as much shit as it gets. And that was why I was excited. I was like, yeah, I know for a fact I have not seen this movie in over 20 years. Let's see if I'm one of those people that would have been like, oh, wow, John Carpenter actually was a genius all along. It's just that wrong time period. And sure enough, I, I think it is. Yeah, this this came out in 01. I was already in Ohio, uh, married. I think that's right. Yeah, married. Jackie will probably get mad at me about that one. But uh, <laughs> I, I had rented this one. Blame from the COVID brain scrambling. It, COVID brain, honey. Sorry. Um, so I had rented this from Blockbuster, and I fell in love with this movie immediately. It was, it was geared towards me. It was everything I loved. I bought it the second I found it. You know, it was probably at a buybacks or something like that. And I believe that's still the same DVD I own today. I haven't incredible. (laughs) I haven't updated it. And I don't know if there is a, there is a Blu-ray, but I don't think there's like a special edition or nobody's done a special edition. Give it time. It's a Carpenter movie. They will all. Yeah. I think shout has his catalog is who's doing all of his yeah they did a really cool re-release for they live yeah i think uh, into the mouth of madness that there's a big trouble one i need to get that one yeah there's quite a few i need to pick up but no this one will definitely be one that i pick up and it's one of those i watch after i watch all the escape movies i watch escape from new york yes i watch escape from la i rewatched it no last year at some point and when to go back and rewatch it. it's been a while even even i was one that used to be like yeah it's not good it's got some bad stuff in it and when i rewatched it last year just trying to have fun my god man that movie is fun and it totally changed my outlook on that movie and then I just now think the 90s were such a weird time for him because it was a triple hit of duds before technically with village of the dam Escape from L.A., Vampires, and Ghost of Mars. I hate that Vampires is considered a dud. I hate that. I'm still convinced it's just a documentary. I love that movie. I I adore everything about it. James Woods is untouchable in that movie. I'm telling you, he was actually hunting vampires (laughs) in that movie. I am Uh, convinced. That we have to cover that movie at some point. We do. I wouldn't even mind covering... (laughs) The Mr. John Bon Jovi sequel. Yeah, I would do that one. I've seen it. Uh, I think Carpenter only executive produced it. I've seen it a couple of times when it was on the sci-fi channel because I'm like, oh, cool. They made a vampire sequel. Dale Bon Jovi. It's had some Spanish name after the end of it or something, didn't it? Uh, Does more taste or something. or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Um, calls the father Padre the entire time. Oh, Padre. Got a little mahogany there, Nate. Huh? Yes, rich mahogany. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not talking about that. We are talking about Ghosts of Mars, man, and I I am there for it. So, uh, how do you want to go? 
we we've we've talked about the budget a little bit and Talk a little bit about the budget. I mean, I we can't gloss over that the music Let's feels music. like Nine Inch Nails mm-hmm. meets Rob Zombie, but also feels like. You remember in the mid two thousands when they would be like, "You wouldn't steal a car." Da ba 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 ba. You <laughs> yeah. wouldn't steal your neighbor's cat. Ba ba boo ba 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 ba. You wouldn't steal the internet. Ba 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 ba. That was this soundtrack. Yeah. I, I, now you're making me question. That might be at the beginning of my DVD because it's that early. This you're like, oh shit, did the movie start already? Those anti-pirate commercials were fantastic. No, yeah, but no, this Carpenter's known for his music, and this guy. So, and I don't know what you researched on it, Nate, but my research during filming, he listened to Metallica the whole time. That's what he I had playing it. on set. And when they were ready to start actually doing the mixing and stuff, one of the bands they brought in was Anthrax. I was going to say, they got Anthrax on this one. Which they got I'm Anthrax not in the this. Biggest Anthrax fan, but it's cool they got them. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big Anthrax fan. I, I saw them live not too long ago. Scott I, Ian I was a dick to me. Yeah, who's not a dick to you i've met you so i've been a dick to you this is very true but scott ian rubbed me the wrong way ah did you try to rub his head or stroke his beard is that what you did no even charlie Bennett kind of ignored me i don't know i, I must have something you? i don't know i don't know what i did to the guys of anthrax I watched they uh they were on tour. They're also De- kind of rude to Hannah's mom. You know what? I am anti anthrax now. <laughs> anti anthrax. Jamie is a lovely person. <laughs> the antiviral to anthrax. Now, I, I am the cure. I saw them with uh Death Angel and uh the the bassist for I can't remember his name. The bassist of Death Angel is about as big as me, and his arms are like giant gorilla arms, and he reached across the front pit over the barriers to fist bump me that was right in the middle of the show and it was amazing and scott ian couldn't quite when he came on his arms weren't long enough to do it so all (laughs) he would do is just do a fist pump whenever you because i was right on the barrier because i had my arm all the way out and he was still probably a good two foot away You're like, I'm a big dude. Trust me, man. We might right. be able to like, I'll re- I'll go 75%. You go That's, the other 25. That angel dude did it. Come on, Scott, jump. <laughs> <laughs> but he also got Steve Vai to be on guitar for this. Buckethead. Yeah. <laughs> Remember when in the early 2000s, everyone loved Buckethead? <laughs> it, dude, this is, I love these 2000s movies that we touch on every once in a while, man. Because they are just this window to a, a bygone era, I swear. <laughs> no one knew what was going on in the 2000s. The post-Matrix world was very strange. That, that like, two-year window when everyone went, oh, shit, leather, gun, slow it down. What do we do? We were supposed to die at Y2K or something. We were not, yeah. we were not prepared to continue on. It was all supposed to end. And now look at us. It's 2022, and we feel like we should go back to y2k simpler yeah. times nate simpler times. way easier times of wondering is the uh is the computer going to shut down or try to kill us all once the clock strikes midnight that's right 
I, I want those problems again. Or 2012, either one. Let the Mayans take us or something. Yeah, oh, man. Forgot about 2012. Everybody forgot about 2012. 10-year anniversary at this point. <laughs> Shit. <sighs> Maybe they should have flipped the calendar over. There was Someone was eating, like, something with chocolate and got a smudge on the counter. Like, it dripped. Those things don't have eraser erasers. You know, when you carve it, it's there. So if you make a mistake on a one yeah, small calculation. If you drop chocolate on something, nothing gets chocolate out. Not even out of stone. Not even out oh, of stone. Oh man, Nate. Uh so yeah, music amazing. Fit for its time. Even watching this again, I'm like, I love this music. It fits everything he's putting on on, you know, on camera the mood it sets it's it it, i don't covid brain covid brain brain scramblies just because of the music i don't know how people went wow this isn't a horror movie it's obviously not it's no it is very clear um the movie's kind of smarter than you expect it to be yeah it really is i mean one of the things that cracks me up so much is that you will literally have a scene of two characters talking, two minutes go by, and then it'll do a flashback to that scene of them talking. <laughs> well, yeah, they did do that, but it was... So that was the smart part of the movie that I think a lot of people didn't really catch on to was the movie is a retelling of what happened by Natasha Hinster's character. The whole time, which I have a love-hate relationship with movies that open up like this, because usually, like, you see she's the only one talking to the judge about what went down. It's like, oh, she's the only survivor. Yeah. Like, that's usually how it goes down with those type of openings. Like, it kind of takes away any and all tension of who's going to make it and who isn't, because you're like, well, she makes it. Right. What? But you know? that is ultimately what Carpenter wanted was... I don't want you to have this suspense tension in this. There's one no, survivor. I want to give you a recount of the crazy batshit things that happen. And basically don't like fall in love with a character or some shit. You know, don't Game of Thrones this. Everybody going to die. And, you know, even the fact that you don't even don't even know if Desolation makes it all the way through the end, you know. I liked it and I liked how they set this up. And then like you're talking about, they would flash back, but it would then take a, the, the choose your own adventure book. Would it go really down was a chapter. choose your own adventure before that black mirror movie did it. Yeah. <laughs> Just without us being able to physically select our next step or who, what character we wanted to follow. And he took the time to even put in the script of, well, what happened to your commanding officer? I don't know, but this is what she told me. I didn't see it firsthand. Then it would go and show from the other person's you know, perspective of what's going on. And I was like, you know, I like that. He at least was thinking ahead and didn't just go, oh, crap. I didn't explain how we all see what's going on over here with Pam Greer's character, even though she dies. It. This is a turn your brain off for the most part because it's going to tell you everything you need to know. Pop popcorn, turn your brain off, and watch the movie. Yeah, and I think he largely succeeds at that. Like, well, I wanted this to be like a Rambo, a Commando, a Predator-type movie. Uh, Even Maybe even Dead Heat, you know? Just like, this is stupid fun. Yeah, we're going to have 
a wise ass. We're going to have, yeah. you know, a I'm gonna check all those boxes yeah. of the badass like leader, which it does disappoint me that Pam Greer gets killed off camera. We just see think, her head on a pike. But I like the reveal of her head, though. I feel I, like I guess I my like thing was that I wanted to see her do more things. I love Pam Greer so much. I was like, ah, same. She could have killed at least three Hot Topic cosplayers. Come on. Well, and I agree. And I, I feel like just later on in her career, people just didn't know what to do with her. That's the other thing, though. He knew when to utilize her because Quentin Tarantino had used her a couple years prior. Yeah, doing Jackie, Jackie Brown. Brown. Yep. Which is like but I mean, look it's what underrated Tarantino film. Look what they did with her in Seagal's movie in the 80s, man. You know, it, it, she was, it was underutilized. outside the 70s. They didn't know what to do with her. Yeah, no, it's. But I loved her in this. She's a badass in this. I believe everything about what her job is. The uh, you could respect tell she commands. He went, you're the commander, and she took charge. Like, yeah. that's why I was just like, damn it. I want to see a little bit more of her. And he turns everything on its ear. Our hero is a druggie. She's a drug addict, you know, and it's like, oh, okay. So we know she survives, but she does drugs. She's hide 90% of the movie. You know, it's, that was a unique kind of twist on everything. It's like Carpenter was like, screw you. I'm just, I'm going to mess with you the whole time. You know, I'm not going to give you exactly what you think you're going to get. And that's your problem. You're the one that's expecting another Prince of Darkness, big little, big trouble in Little China. Like you're yeah. wanting that out of me, and that's not what I'm doing with this movie. No, but I you agree. saw John Carpenter's Ghost of Mars. Like whenever you see that name, you're just like, yes, I'm. I'm what am I about to get into? You know. And granted, I mean, that got people to go watch it. At least some people, you know to at least go see it but i don't know i i think maybe that was its misstep was he did it was never promoted as just an action movie i think maybe if no, it had been this promoted, was promoted as a horror movie yeah and i mean it's got great horror moments you've got like body bags being hung up like in hellraiser 2 yeah or the predator thing with people hung up upside down yeah, that's what i'm talking about like that yeah. and then like the hallway filled with death traps where it's like this is clearly they were setting something up to protect themselves like it's just it has dread level moments of just like what is going to happen like there's something terrible that's already happened yeah and there's nothing wrong with having those moments in it but it it's not what the movie was solely about it was okay i gotta set this up basically it's all when they first walk into the town and it's basically you know a goat a ghost town sorry i think that might be like part of why it's called that oh oh i I just put that together finally like i like that the town though because he has a love for westerns that the town looks like an old timey western town well yeah it's It's just red sand it's the west of Mars. I would love it, to know how much food, like dye coloring, they used. I have no clue. I read sand. that too, but they dyed the sands where they were filming red, and I'm like, wait, wait. I mean, I guess I've seen the trucks that do it with the green that they'll dye like fields and shit like that green. So I'm guessing it probably ain't that big of a stretch to do red, but um, that's that's where some of these stupid budgets go. 
why did that cost a million dollars? I don't know. That was probably $950,000 worth of red food dye. I don't know. And then, like, (laughs) the red food dye company, the next year when they're looking at their uh, target numbers to hit on sales goals, they're like, why was the number so high in June last? Damn it, John Carpenter. <laughs> They're always calling Hollywood going, hey, are we going to Mars again? Because what? Didn't like we go- any chance. Oh, no, we can do that. With CGI now. Bastards. Like there was a ton of Mars movies, though. It was like Red Planet with we had uh, Red Planet. Uh, that was Val Kilmer, wasn't it? Red Planet. It was. I think that was the movie that ended Val Kilmer's career. <laughs> uh, I thought that was. Um, the uh dr moreau <laughs> that almost ended everyone's career <laughs> that almost ruined everyone's career that, because it almost ended brando losing his en- mind again ended hollywood as a whole <laughs> who let that happen i mean we had doom we had uh mission to mars was another one god i can't remember i just felt like we were always on mars in the early 2000s yeah no, we were all, we lost Matt Damon one time. We <laughs> did lose Matt Damon once. Um, there was the Rocket Man. He kept farting in his spacesuit. Love that movie, man. Where's that guy at anymore? You never see him anymore. He's got the whole world anymore. in his hands. Oh, God, that's great. Why did we get on Rocket Man all of a sudden, man? We're on Ghost of Mars. No, the Western. He does love his Western motifs. And I love set design on this movie. Fantastic. It looks like a a mining town like imagine an actual western if he would have ever gotten to make one you know i don't know a a full-on six-shooter movie i feel like he would nail it if you love something that much like i feel like you would get what we talked about with lockout where it's like if you take every cliche every like Mm. story point we're like oh man just like boom here's everything here's a hired gun protecting a town here's like the bad guy with his gang but john carpenter and you still get that with like a saw blade it'd be awesome there's saw blades in this movie too um (laughs) that's where he got he's like i want to be like commando just because he saw saw blades and went i have an idea commando reference um (laughs) every episode no, I, I'm kind of thinking a little bit more on you saying that. What would a John Carpenter Western look like? What would... Vampires. What would, <laughs> yeah, that was damn close a, a Western. Yeah. Like, really close. Like, it even takes place in Texas, doesn't it? Yeah, it's like the Tex-Mex line or something like yeah. that. Down around that area. Um no, but I'm talking you know, cowboy hats. I'm talking oh, the spurs. I'm talking the saloon with the swinging doors. I want all of that from John Carpenter. I guess it's it's hard for me to picture because I'm not huge on westerns. I mean, I watch them. I don't. I don't really have a problem. That is with true. Them. Me being like the dude who was gushing about three ten to Yuma again today at work. Listen at you. It makes sense. That's why I would want it. <laughs> yeah. So I guess yeah. I, I when I when you. When you talk John Carpenter to me, it's his horror sci-fi, you know, he's not, I mean, he's kind of, he's kind of done. I don't know. Cause I don't know. I don't think he's done just a straight action movie either. This is probably uh, the closest Does Starman count That's or they a, live. 
They live. Uh, might, Starman's more of an adventure. They live might be more actiony than most, but it has a sci-fi element to it. But like Escape from New York has that post-apocalyptic kind of science fiction feel to it and yeah you know ghosts of mars is sci-fi for sure i don't know it's just hard for me to picture john carpenter doing anything but what i know john carpenter to do he 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 created that mold and unfortunately he can't break out of it even all right the main bad guy was big daddy is that what his name is daddy yeah, mars. big daddy, big daddy um, mars when I was watching him, like, why is this like main bad guy feel so familiar in like another movie with maybe a giant towering presence? Mm-hmm. Um, and he's played by Richard Citrone, who was just in the same exact character, Army of the Dead, the Zack Snyder zombie movie. He played <laughs> Zeus, the main zombie, the big zombie. And I was like, oh, that's why John Carpenter knew to cast this guy as that role 20 years ago. He also gave me like huge vibes to the vampire and vampires, you know, to the head vampire that yeah. dark hair, larger than life. Um, I love how this guy just speaks nonsense. The entire, you know what? You, you get his point. You're like, I, Oh, I, I understood it, everything. Yeah. He said. Those guys are bad. They're on your planet. Get rid of them. Yeah. <laughs> Look over there. They're hiding in that building. It made sense to me. Yeah. The subtitles uh, were great. It was just someone punching the keyboard. Ba- basically, that's all it was. And he gets to like chop. I don't know how many heads off in this movie. That guy was that, he's living his best life. That's what he it really is, was. Man. I would love to see Machete go up against him and Machete goes to good. space. God, please, we'd have done that. Come Rodriguez, on. come on, man. You would have been in space. Boba money. <laughs> All that Boba Rancor money. Come on, man. Come on. <laughs> Machete's riding a Rancor. I'm, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> I was in with Book of Boba Fett with that part. <laughs> I was too. Like, as soon as they introduced it, I went, Boba's going to ride a Rancor. <laughs> to- totally fine. Just waiting for that, uh, that toy. Come on, merchandising. <laughs> merchandising. <laughs> uh, flamethrowers. The kids are going to love it. <laughs> I do enjoy also that the script feels real in this movie. And the fact that I believe every character's nonsense of what they're talking about. If that makes sense. No, like, yeah. It feels like, oh, like this is real. Yes, of course. I, You're you got, you on got this your... mission to figure out what the hell happened to this city of miners yeah and not those kind of miners nate um but <laughs> it's a real piece of shit move there <laughs> uh, talking about the old timey prospect miners here that's right that's right no i liked it you know you had your rookies you gotta have rookies um you got your hardened vets you know that are there you got your you know your crack ace you know go-to people your a team basically um i like how jason statham's still kind of a slimy piece of shit in this movie he's not the jason statham we've come to love from you know the transporter movies or expendables or anything but yeah because this is pre-transporter i think transporter was a year or two later which that's the one where it's like oh who is this guy yeah this i think is 
just after was this after the one with Jet Li? It might have been around the same exact. I time. think because he had hair in that too, so it was right around yeah. the same time. But this is also after his Lock, Stock, Two Smoking Barrels, Snatch, Snatch, yeah, those type of movies where where he got noticed and then he got brought over into the action scene, which I I am a huge Statham fan. Period. I mean, I could I watched this movie going, yep, I can see exactly what everyone else saw with him. That guy, they're they're pointing to him going, he's gonna be a big star. And oh yeah, he definitely. Was. You know, that's and poor Natasha Natasha Henstridge, man. What what happened to her? She was she was a goddess of the late nineties, early two thousands. I don't know. She, she was Even the John it, Carpenter went, I tried to get her to look bad in so many different angles and it's impossible well they also didn't get along so i think he was trying to do it on purpose too i couldn't tell from everything that i was reading up on the movie if it was playful brother and sister not getting along or if it was really they didn't get along i my guess is it started with them not getting along and then they eventually because it did say that they've got a mutual respect for each other she was brought on to this movie one week before filming because yeah, wasn't it like courtney love like yep <laughs> did what Courtney Love does. Yep. And Nobody does what Courtney Love does except Courtney why? Love doing what she does. Why was that name always brought up in movies, man, where you're like, oh, yeah, well, Courtney Love had this part, but then had we the back. We can't like, escape her. No. She's impossible to escape. I feel bad for Dave Grohl. But. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Snake Plissken in Escape from Courtney Love studio won't back it's her hiring a hitman to kill snake like she did with kurt cobain Ooh, nate's hot take there wow that's come at me courtney love well uh i think that's a good part where we should probably stop and take a commercial (laughs) break uh because nate nate's getting a little rebellious over here i'm gonna go get yelled at behind the scenes don't worry (laughs) what the hell are you doing god we're already on so many radars uh so uh let's uh Let's do a commercial break. We'll be right back. Commercial. G.I. Joe will return after these messages. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Give Me Back My Pro Wrestling, the podcast that's based on the old school but can still help you find the good stuff from today. Dangerous Dan Colley, the Professor Jimmy Street, and the Plastic Sheik Jared are the undisputed six-man tag team champions of the wrestling podcast world. From thought-provoking topics to superstar interviews to action figure expertise, this trio does it all. And all they ask is, give me back my pro wrestling. Every other Thursday, wherever you listen to podcasts. But we're gonna stop them anyway! Send in the Marines! We're the Space Marines! Drake, Ripley, A-Phone, Bishop, and I'm Hicks, armed with the latest high-tech heavy metal. Look out, Hicks! The Queen's gonna crown ya! My Bug Rocker's on a roll! Bolivian attacking! Eat torch, Bug Brain! Alien invasion problem? Send in the Marines! Aliens! Send in the Marines! Space Marines! Aliens! Welcome to the Monster Movie Stomp Down with me, Stompy, and my brother, Frank. Hi, I'm Frank. Join us, Sludge, Mark, and Ruben, three times a month as we review monster movies from around the world. And 
Don't forget about the monthly contest and trivia. Not only that, Frank, but you'll find extra content like the underdogs, Monster Mash Wednesdays, and the Friday Night Fights each week exclusively on our Facebook and Instagram. So please join us at the Monster Movie Stop Now. Your one-stop chomp for monster movie reviews, news, interview, trivia, laughs, and of course me, Stompy and Frank. Now back to G.I. Joe. Hey, Nate. Eat flamethrower, yeah. bug brain. Space Marines. <laughs> God, I miss the 80s. Yeah, I, I definitely miss R-rated uh, movies getting action figures. Yeah. Not not NECA, you know, like that was no. aimed towards us. <laughs> this was Kenner. Yeah. We had this those was were Cincinnati, kids. Ohio going, we don't care. <laughs> we'll make a toy out of it. We, we should do that. I have quite a collection of 80s and 90s action movie action figures like robocop rambo anything i have may be in the parents attic if it survived because of how much stuff i just left outside because i'd be one of those kids we might have to do a special one day but there we go because we're in space obviously i pulled out some alien action figures because unfortunately everyone thought we were going to take the low-hanging fruit and just do alien movies come on are we not a little bit better than that are i have not one just listener a... say you're gonna have a lot of people that are upset with you for not doing alien anyway, you're right possibly they were probably more upset you did leprechaun 4 but that's probably <laughs> i've been wanting to revisit both the both those alien movies because like i know they have a 4k release yeah. now like it's just like it's kind of itching that that itch is right there. And plus my Nerf gun's coming in October. I think yours is yep. as well, right? You got yep. it pre-ordered. Yeah, I got it pre-ordered as well. We'll, yep. we'll save that for our when pulse we, rifles. Our They're pulse coming. rifles are in. Uh, we did back that Indiegogo Kickstarter, whatever you want to call it. I just need my GameStop to not go out of business in six months. Or wait, no, October. So not too long. Just stay in business. I did mine directly through the people so it should come straight from them i don't have to go through gamestop on mine yeah i went to gamestop that way what's I wrong with y'all down well my goal was like man 100 bucks like right out the gate for a nerf gun like geez yeah but i guarantee when that comes out that's a 300 dollars gun on the secondary market oh it will be instantly that's why i got it i was like yeah. i'm not letting some jerk off like try to rip me off if i decide to get it and there's three people months too late you know there's a ton of modders that are going to mod it so to keep it as the Nerf gun is actually going to keep it worth yeah, a bit more. Yeah, it definitely will be. <laughs> but no. Huge Even though alien, when I man. die, it's going to be someone else's problem to figure out what they're going to do with all my crap. Anthony gets it all. Nice. <laughs> he can share it with his brother and sister. No, but yeah, I... What were we talking about? Oh, yeah. We didn't want to uh, do the low-hanging fruit of Alien. Yeah. yeah. I... um. I, I'm with you, Nate. I think I want to do a little bit more pomp and circumstance with those movies and really talk about them instead of just being like, oh, we're going to do space movies. Sometimes there's just movies that I'm still intimidated to do because I'm like, they're hard. Like, or, or there's like, I want to give it the right justice, I feel. and But it's like, yeah. also, just do it. You know, we've it's made... A weird, it's a weird line to balance. It is. We've made quite a few friends in this 
endeavor we started and it's kind of reassuring to find out that even they have episodes that weren't quite up to par in their opinions and they never released them or they also have technical issues that we run into it kind of makes you feel like you're not as floating out there alone and you're screwing everything up but we even have an episode we've not released probably won't i was still was never yeah, real I happy think it'll ever come out but it's a movie i want to cover you know when we're able to cover it better i guess when we, we picked don't a hard at what we do <laughs> yeah we picked, one and we picked a really difficult movie even after to listening about. to the rough cut it was like well, yeah, oh like maybe if our internet goes down <laughs> Not even ever. Well, I'll replay <laughs> we just miss a week. <laughs> I'll replay Deadly Spawn. I don't care. Rerun <laughs> <laughs> clip show. Um, <laughs> hell yeah, let's bring the clip show back. So, Ghosts of Mars. Um, we've talked about the sets, we talked about a little bit of the actors and stuff before Nate went on a tangent, uh, about things. I think, was I, it minors? I can't remember. I, I, anyway. I, I, <laughs> 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 but i like the premise of this movie um that it's a a dead alien species that, that it's haunts the planet yeah it it's space dust that has a conscience that only moves with wind storms i was like that took a lot of thought that got sealed away and that we exploded the seal and released it. As humans do, we can't yeah, I mean, leave if we shit see something alone. that's sealed up, we're definitely blowing it up. I kept calling this lady the Jane Lynch on this movie because she looked just like the lady from uh, Talladega Nights, you know, Ricky Bobby's yeah, she mom. Did. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and I love when she's introduced that she's just asleep. Like she knows what's going on. She's hiding out and she's like, nah, five more minutes. <laughs> yeah, just, I mean that's exactly what we would all do. I also like that Mars prison is very, very dirty. It's not lockout prison. No, totally different. This uh, space prison is on a budget. That budget is we got seven bars, put them in a row, and everyone shares a cell, male, female. We don't care. Yeah. You're Although, all going in there except chick, for Ice Cube. Buff chick probably could have ripped every dude's nards off just by looking at them. And yeah, Ice Cube's the only one that uh, is isolated because he's Desolation Williams. Let's talk. Let's talk about Ice Cube's character on this a little. You bit. mean Ice Cube, who did not have a good day, so he did in fact have to use his AK. There you go, Bubba. There you go. You I'll had, be here all night. You had that wrote down, didn't you? I did. <laughs> <laughs> That's like I don't want to forget my bad ice cube joke. They they are actually the everyone sent out to basically collect him. They think he killed this mining settlement. He had all the money from the bank, and basically it was just a crime of opportunity. He got there, everyone was dead. He grabbed the money as one would. If I was on Mars, money just laying there, I'm taking. Yeah, I'm going to Mars Mall to spend that money. Buying me some Mars bars, yeah. On Mars. Mars. When's the last time you had a Mars bar? Um, uh, I don't even remember. I don't either. I've seen them. I, I have. I, I had a Mars bar. I, 
I feel like I have like Halloween or something, you know, one of those stupid fun size Mars bars. <laughs> yeah. But you're I, like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> I don't even know what's in a Mars bar. I, no clue. Is it I'm red? Not look it up either. Is there red food coloring? Later. I'll come Correct. back next week with my Mars bar review. Well, that's what on Instagram I want. I want a review of a Mars bar when this drops. That's what I want. I'll, I, I'll do a full on live I wanna, experience. Get, get on reels, Actually, man. You know what? Yeah, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> I dig it. Let's get all space themed candy. It's, I don't know what any other space themed candies are. Do Zots count because they sound like they're from space? Sure, it's got a Z in it. Done. Done. Zero Sour Patch Kids earlier while recording, but that's a terrible candy to eat while recording because it gets stuck to your mouth. Yeah. And then you have to figure out how to talk while you're uh, eating a uh, sticky candy. I've been destroying Jolly Ranchers because of the COVID stuff because, you know, it helps soothe. So do uh, li- uh, Lifesavers. Yeah. So that I've lived off those for a little while, um, but <laughs> that's not what we're talking about. <laughs> so Desolation <laughs> Williams. Um, I like Ice Cube in this role. He fits. I, re- I, I Once again, he knew to cast an angry ice cube ahead of its time. He's, he's able to stand out above a pretty amazing cast. I don't think anyone's wasted in this movie. Even, the, even if you want to kind of crap on Clea Duvall, she's playing a role that she was famous for in the 2000s. That quiet almost little mousy yeah like the shy the shy she's the 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 same thing she played in the faculty however many other movies she was in at the same time that's just always what i've remembered her as as that character um but no uh, ice cube in this i believed it i really did even to the point where i still i'm i'm amazed at ice that his crew that we end up getting introduced to later that are coming there to break him out. You're almost like, I don't know if he actually needs a crew, but it's still kind of cool that he has one. You well, know, because like, one of them is his brother. And then the other two are just friends, right? Yeah. And their names are Uno, Dos and Trace. Yeah. And one of them cuts their thumb off with a machete Dude. trying to impress a, a woman. I love and that. And I was dying. Cause I I'm like, love... yeah, that makes sense. That's probably what would happen. He is on what they call a laugher or something, which was like nitrous oxide mixed with something else. And he's sucking on that laughing and he cuts his own thumb off because they're making grenades out of canned food, which is even (laughs) as one does. Not like poke a hole. They're cutting the top of the can. Come on. Don't you remember that in the anarchist cookbook? Like the section on... You know, dog food being turned into grenades. You take yellow detonators for dynamite. You shove it in Alpo and you have frag grenades. You can't use pedigree. It doesn't work. No, no, no. Special kitty. Totally out. I can't use any of that. (laughs) But they get introduced originally as like. Oh, we were here mining as well. And then we watch everyone else lose their mind, but we dipped out. Yeah. You know, like they're they're so I guess they 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 rolled high on their charisma because I was like, oh, yeah, they, these guys are definitely on the good That's team. Right. And then they all pull out guns out of nowhere. They're like, we don't have guns or do we? Oh, do we? <laughs> and it's like Mexican standoff. 
so we start getting the the back and forth between Natasha Henstridge's character and Ice Cube, and I gotta say, I like it. Oh, I do too. It's a I power struggle because they're totally both like, is. "You're gonna listen to me if you want to live." No, you're gonna listen to me if you want to live. And you have the Three Stooges when they demand to go get see, like, go to see Ice Cube. They're like, "We want to see him." She's like, "Okay, let me take you to his jail cell." And then opens it up, and they're like, oh, man, it's good to see you, brother. How you doing? Everyone's all excited, but they're all standing in the jail cell. Yep. And she just closes it on them. <laughs> Traps them in there. It's That's the John Carpenter part of this going. <laughs> you know, what happens if they all just got trapped in there <laughs> from not paying attention? <laughs> and that's what he did. And I, I'm, I'm, I was there for it the whole time. I thought was yeah. and this is this kind of falls onto that. There's the uh, assault on precinct 13 where you had the gang leader was basically in charge of all the prisoners. He'd keep them in line. And then the cops were in charge of themselves to keep yeah. themselves, and they would just, you know, team up for the most part because yeah, it they was, realize it's you're stronger in numbers as always, right? You don't especially, split the party, never split the party, especially when uh, Jason Statham finds out what they're fighting, which I still think is awesome because oh, he goes to so look cool. for the chief, the, the, the co- commanding officer Pam Greer. He runs up this hill. And there's this war party of all the Martians that have taken over human bodies and you they're having they a blast. Reminded me of who's that? The Uruk High from Lord of the Rings. Oh, the Uruk High? Yeah. They're <laughs> just in space. The Uruk High in You're space. Waiting for and Big get... Daddy, he also reminded me of a certain someone that we've already covered on the podcast. Can you guess who? With some certain someone we've covered on the podcast, mm-hmm. is a it horror character. or action? A certain character. It was on the action side. On the action side, uh, I know what he looks like. Um, mind is drawn a blank. COVID brain. You ready I'm for this? Sure. Space Kurgan. Ooh, very Space Kurgan. He was Space Kurgan. Just. <laughs> what what he said (laughs) Uh, that was his rendition of uh what was he said there to burn up to the fade away i'm sorry man my brain is not firing on all cylinders guess we're just gonna have to watch highlander again it's never a bad time to watch highlander i think it's on tubi right now or amazon one of the other two Uh, no but i i love that whole sequence he's over the ridge watching all the beheadings happen. People just running around. Apparently, not everyone can be taken over by the Martian dust. So if you some can't, it they kill do- you. I guess the rules don't quite make any sense. Because sometimes, like they would kill someone, and you'd see the the point of view of the ghost, like going yeah. towards the next person, or like they just kill a bunch of people, and then you don't see the spirit anywhere. That it was, didn't matter. It did not matter to me it, whatsoever. It didn't, and it didn't back then. But what I kept being reminded of was uh, in Doom with Carl Urban and The Rock. Remake where, that movie with the same cast now because the world was not ready for those They two weren't. They weren't ready in for 2005. That. But I kept having flashes to where the Martians 
had to go to a certain type of person for it to work. You know, it's kind of like they, they get into Natasha Henstrich's character, but because they give her her pill to make her high when they put her outside, it forces the Martian out of her body. You know, it can't handle all the crap going on in her brain. So my thought is Nate's safe if we're ever on Mars and the aliens come <laughs> because they're yeah, going to go in good. there going, what the shit is all this? <laughs> and I'm going to turn nope. into the giant Martian leader. That's you would be space Kurgan. I'm space Kurgan. That's obviously what's going to happen. I have no problem being space Kurgan. That guy was a badass. I do like to like the flashback scenes where you get to see all these normal people start to like literally tear themselves apart. Like they're pu- pushing the piercing like through their flesh and their face mm-hmm. and like just cutting themselves. We even get a shot of uh, one of the prisoners that's locked up like a no name guy. Yeah, he's literally tearing his flesh apart like he's ripping the flesh off of his face as he's just sitting there. And as they're like observing him, trying to figure out what what's what exactly is going on. Yeah, no, I I always dug that. I I thought it was a good visual of what's happening to their to them internally and that there is no the human part of them is not there anymore. The human part of them is dead, basically, after so long. And the Martians are just riding around in the body, uh, causing chaos. And then as if a person dies with the Martian dust in them, it leaves that body and goes to another. So even if they kill the people, the Martians are still there and there's still a risk of being infected, which I like that that was an extra little level of danger to this movie. You know, yeah, because I mean it's chaotic. You just don't know. Yeah. So the the original thought was let's capture them and trap them, and even that kind of falls through on them, where they're just like let's kill as many as we can and get as far away from this place as possible. Even so much to where they're like, well, let's just blow the place up because it's like some kind of it was uh, a uh, oxygen type. I mean, it's always an oxygen bomb, right? Something like that, yeah, but, you know, where they're trying, because they kept making that comment, they had to keep breathing through their rebreathers, that the atmosphere's not quite ready for them. that was one of the cool things I like, too, because of, like, the movie has established that we have been on Mars for a little bit of time. Yeah. um, And that, just through, like, evolution, like, we're slowly being able to breathe on Mars. Yeah, but we're... We're we're adapting to it we're also changing the environment of Mars ourselves. Yes. Kind of like the total recall storyline, you know, where they turn the reactor on to oxygenate. Yeah. They, they, they have like little stations that are converting the atmosphere. And that's one of that's what they b- try to blow up at the end to stop these things. I love the train in this. Yes. It looks like the it goes miniature? about two mile an hour. But man, I just love the visual of it. That's a space I really future do. train, dude. Just the thought that's always been one of the things I wanted to do. I wanted to be like the guy that made that train. You know what I mean? Yeah. Behind the scenes, I believe you would have the skills to make that happen too. I'm gonna build a space train, Nate. <laughs> if you build it, um, Martians might come. will come. Yes, Martians will come. <laughs> if you build it, Martians will come. Well, that's what happened. Uh so uh. 
let's let's get into the spectacularness of the action when it starts. The literally, it's just the last half of the movie. Like, yeah, it's the final showdown where they all decide, you know what? Screw it, guns a blazing. They try to run and the train's gone. Like the conductor's yeah. <laughs> like, peace, I'm out, deuces. <laughs> And it literally is from when Statham sees the big uh, beheading party and they uh, have to figure out how to evade these Martians and the Martians descend on the town. And it's amazing. They're all they're everywhere. They're this is the Western field, but they're not, you know, bad guys, you know, with bandanas. They're Martians. They're on the rooftops. They're. Uh, throwing uh, spears and saw blades instead of arrows. Yeah, all their homemade weapons that they've made, like yeah, they're it's uh, DIY madness with the weapons. It's very Mad Max. Yeah, it's very stuff. much a space uh, Mad Max. Um, it's ass kicking and metal riffs the whole time. <laughs> yeah, oh, the metal starts immediately at this. And yeah. they, someone's like, give Ice Cube two MP5s, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's armed to the like, teeth. When you see that, you're like, Snake Bliskin. There he is. Oh. It's just it's Ice not, Cube now. Not even hiding it. And no, not at all. They they make a run. It, that, that plan fails. They fall back. One dude gets destroyed trying to cover the opening. They Well, you got like a guy that is firing with a machine gun if i remember correctly and then a saw blade takes out his hand so then yes. with his other hand he's hiding behind cover starting to pick him off with his pistol before he then gets hit with another saw blade taking like him out two other saw blades yeah it was and this thing's coming fast like you don't even see who threw him it's just like woo, pew. oh like, here's another one it's the predator scene it's the it's the carl yeah. weathers getting his uh arm cut off while still shooting the machine gun um, and then this guy just gets obliterated. So they have to regroup. They come up with a new plan. They get in contact with the train. Uh, Natasha Hentress gets like took over, comes back but because she has a drug problem. It decides to leave her. Yeah. Yeah. You know? she, but she sees the Martians mind, which I thought was kind of cool. We got to see the what the Martians actually look like. Which is kind of weird. Kind of strange, right? Very strange. Hard to describe. Like, you ever seen a fraggle, you know, from Jim Henson's <laughs> Fraggle Rock? A little bit. And paint his face with war paint and give him a Danzig pecs and shoulders from one of the album covers or Man of War. That would be a better one. Man of War be album very cover. Man of War. And. But a fraggle face, don't forget the fraggle face. <laughs> and that's what the alien. Uh, now I'm kind of wanting space Danzig, though. <laughs> I am there for space Danzig, though. I, I, I have no so problem there. with that. Little. Maybe his next movie will take place in space, and I'm instantly re recovering it. Why not? I'd, we would have covered it now. Danzig, get on that. Rodriguez, get on that. I don't care. Someone make more space movies. That's all we're wanting. When is, except when did the you, last space movie even come out come on except you fast and furious stop it just I didn't even get to the space part in the new movie i'm like halfway through it i, I started in the hotel while on vacation 
I kind of forgot I was watching it. I need to go back. <laughs> I have not started number nine yet. It's nine, right? Where they go to space. Yeah. Uh, is it nine or is it ten? Ten's the one that just came out. I don't think that's space. Well, ten's in production then. Yeah, that's it. Ten's yeah, not out yet. Vin Diesel, man, another person quit. <laughs> Why can't people play nice? Just play nice. Just, just go make another Riddick. Space. Just, yeah. Boom. Come on. Damn, we should have... Oh, done Riddick movies. Do Riddick, God, especially the third one. He puts well, yeah. a man's head in a box. We could have done Pitch Black. God, yeah, we could have done a whole Riddick Riddick month. I blame you, Nate. I forgot about Riddick. You and your damn Leprechaun Four. Unless <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> well, we got that out of your system, so that's all that matters. On that. I did. All right, Nate, wrap up this movie real quick. Wrap up this movie. So they decide, all right, we've already kicked everything's ass. We all lived. Let's go back and blow it up. <laughs> yeah. They, they like, literally get away. Yeah, they they were all good. <laughs> like, no, like, we got to go back. I think Ice Cube lost all of his people, but for the most part, we have a pretty high survival rate. Instead, they're like, no, we need to blow up the whole city to, you know, trap and you know, stop this ghost spirit thing. And we're going to use, is it the town's, like, nuclear reactor? Yeah, it was, bombs, it was something the whatever like that. that makes the environment. But I was also like, they're dust. Are we turning them more into dust? Or do we think burning everything was well, the Well, if answer? we burn it, we'll turn them into glass. Ooh, now that yeah. would have been cool to see. And, like... I like that. I really need movies to stop showing characters jump, like getting over razor wire <laughs> because when she gets over this razor wire, I'm like, Oh yeah, your, your intestines would be yeah. raining all over the ground, you, but you here we are <laughs> roll over it with your belly. It doesn't work no. like that. No, it's just, just either jump over it or cut it I, or lay My something thought, on it. Yeah. You know, I don't just do something else. <laughs> anything anything Just else quit using space razor wire and earth razor wire in your movies if you want a character to go over it that's right yeah we want to make it more believable i know it's the yeah, prison I want my space ghost in mars to be this more was believable. more of a jail i don't know many jails that have razor wire though <laughs> is it really that <laughs> big a deal thought when it came to them wanting to blow it up i'm like maybe just leave mars yeah Instead of get your <laughs> ass to Mars, point, get your Earth ass off Earth sounds kind of Mars. cool. Yeah, you know what have. Earth doesn't have? Space Kurgan. No Space Kurgan. It's got COVID, which is kind of similar. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it <laughs> does. I can attest. It does make you sound exactly the same. It sucks. Uh, You're trying to tell Anthony what to do. Have something to say. Put that drywall up the exact same way. I don't know. So. <laughs> Nail gun, boy. God, no. I can't afford that hospital trip. <laughs> <laughs> oh, where are we at, man? We are off the rails. Uh, a little bit. Anakin Skywalker would have hated Mars. That's right. So we get the grand uh, what would you call this the the grand finale of gunshots and explosions and, and people watching our remaining team members get picked off by saw blades um 
Jason Statham might as well get eaten alive, would you say? Basically. I feel like he got stabbed to death. Like, yeah. that's what it looked like, is, like, five guys jump on him and stab him. Uh the other girl that's not Natasha Henstrich gets eviscerated by uh, circular saw blades. Are circular saw blades that important in space? I mean, uh, probably I know they got for when you're do doing like space wood cutting, space construction, some space charcuterie boards. We need. Have you ever thrown a saw blade? Yes. Is it cool? That depending on what you throw it into, they like to bounce. Oh, so they're cool back at you uh, <laughs> they're kind of cool yeah <laughs> have you tried to like captain america where you like throw it into the corner of the wall so it'll ricochet onto the other wall yes yes i've also thrown it into woods try to hit multiple trees this is where i wish i was still young and could you know break into abandoned buildings and throw saw blades but alas i'm an adult and will get charged with trespassing who said I was young when I did all this? Anyway, <laughs> there's a lot of saw blades going flying by. And I, and I do agree, as much as we like to make the joke about the commando stuff, that was John Carpenter going, commando. Oh, We're throwing saw blades everywhere, and I'm cutting body parts off. Um, get like a classic, like, after everyone is basically dead, it's just Ice Cube and Natasha Hendricks on the, uh, on train. the train. We got to do a train fight. We got to do that classic. You got to disembark one of the train's uh, cars and get us away from the bad guys kind of thing. Before the town explodes. Like everything. Yes, exactly. Because now we have a countdown. Slowest train has to get them away. I wish we could like dive more into like the gunfights and stuff, but it's pretty basic. It's just gunfight, body falls down. Gunfight, body falls down. There's nothing to break down. Yeah. It's, it's just the- a lot of bullets happening. We get a really cool like hallway scene, I'd say, where they're all coming down, yeah. like, but they're funneling and they're just laying waste to them. I cannot wait for the body count. <laughs> I I love that, and it's two of them jump forward, fire till they're empty, while the other two reload. The other two come in. They like step that up. was cool. I love, but. Go back to what we were talking about, that Western feel. This gunfight is Western gunfighting. Like, they're shooting these zombie Martians off the top of the roofs of some of the buildings. They're falling off, doing exactly that. We just need to get um, a Wilhelm scream. I don't know. Was there no? I don't think there was a Wilhelm scream I don't think there was. In this. That's Usually, I always catch them. Yeah. And there was no James Brown scream either. No. No, there wasn't that's a any thing. James it is they found some <laughs> um but no it, it it was very formulaic i shot you you're dead kids uh-uh. playing yeah i, I got field. force field and no this was i shoot you and then it was never amount of overpowered by weapons it was just they were outnumbered that's really i mean that's strictly it because yeah that population in that town was huge oh yeah I mean, and they even killed a lot of them, and it was still huge. Yeah. Um, and then, so they get away, set the bomb off, bomb explodes. They get the train detached. Space Kurgan starts to yell, and then blows up. Yep. He gets, we get a good ending villain kill. Uh, Desolation handcuffs Natasha Henstrich after he's, like, stitching her up because she got hurt. 
and he gets away as Snake Plissken does. And now she, she uh, is. Now we're in the present of her now we're te- present wrapping up the story of, of her testimony. Now I'm here. And, and uh, she's not being charged. So we find that out that they're not like blaming her for killing everyone. So, cause they don't tell you that at the beginning. I thought that was cool. And so she goes, everything seems to be normal. And then alarms start going off. And oh yeah, because they didn't turn the space ghost into glass, space glass. So the dust has made its way to this town she Which gets woken is up. Is a full on like city. This isn't like yeah, oh, yeah. a township. This, is a big one. this would be like a metro environment getting taken over. This is like Columbus. And yeah. she, uh, Natasha Hentress, gets woken up by Space Pliskin. Sna- Space Pliskin. There you go. Yeah. yeah, it took me a minute to get it out. <laughs> it's okay. It's fine. It's all right. Nope, because it's hard. He, you're, you're wanting to say snake, you know. He's now got chromed out machine guns, dual Hell yes, wielding. he does. He's like, let's go. you the only one I kind of trust on this planet. Let's uh, let's do and work. She's like, yeah, you're the only one I kind of trust, too, on this planet. And, and he shares his chrome nod at the camera. I love that, though. I really did. He literally looks at the camera and winks. I was like, ah, this is my favorite. Then metal music. <laughs> Then more Rob Zombie meets Nine Inch Nails. Yes. But with Anthrax and Buckethead. Uh, I like this movie, Nate. Let's go some Mars. Uh, I like this movie a lot. I really I do. liked it a lot more. I honestly was like, little Nate would have been like, yeah, that movie's a one out of ten. I hated this movie. <laughs> I, I, I have liked this movie since the first time I watched it. I've always been a fan of it. You were ahead of the pack. I was, man. I was ahead of the curve. I am the person John Carpenter makes movies for. That's pretty much what it is. So, well, now it's just you need to convince him to make movies again because he has said openly, I'd rather just watch basketball games and play video games, which I would love to find like John Carpenter's gamer tag and just be like, oh, cool. He's playing Rocket League. Let me jump in and. Not be good at Rocket League with it. Yeah, him. I was gonna say he'd stomp us because that man yeah. play, plays <laughs> a ton. All right, man, let's uh, do the part you're looking forward to right now. Let's do the body count. Oh yeah, yeah. Leave anything for us? Just bodies. Body count. Body count. Body count. Body count. And like I said, there's our iced tea for the episode. So we got iced tea and ice cube. Yeah, we did. We we pulled it off. We did. All right, man. Uh, we're right back up there. 150. Holy shit. 150. That and feels good. Like some of the breakdown is like Natasha Hendricks kills like 20 some people. Ice cube kills 30 some Jason Statham, another 20 plus everyone that turned into Martians got blown up, shot, you know, the regular people that died. There's a pretty good countdown on YouTube if you want to check it out, but it's 150. Um, It's a mindless action movie, man. Yeah. I mean, it really is just nonstop for that last 30 minutes. Yeah. I mean, this movie is like, well... I watched it on Pluto TV, which I do not recommend because every 10 minutes they do a three-minute commercial. 
So this two hour movie took me like two and a half hours to finish. Oh, you don't oh I should just Pluto. rented it. No. You well, I saw that was on there. I was like, okay, cool. And then like 19 million commercials later, I went, I really hate this, but it's too late to go back now. See, if I hadn't had COVID, we could have watched it together. We could have the DVD. All right. Well, that's our body count, which now leads us to kill of the week. Have you ever killed anyone? Yeah, but they were all bad. All right, Nate. What's so your what's kill funny of the week? is when I was like, oh, man, we should start highlighting kill of the weeks because like, obviously every movie has a very important kill or multiple. And then you get a movie like this. You're like, oh, shit. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, just a lot of people just get shot, right? Um, so I'm going to go with there's a horror kill that we did not talk about where a man slits his own throat that is really gross. Um, yeah. And it's classic Carpenter. It's very horror-like. Um, and that that's it. I really don't have much else to say on it. It's just a standard slit throat, throat slit, but uh, it works. It's effective. You get some blood. It's fun. Well, there you go. Well, I, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, it's a good I didn't want to pick saw blade kills. I just, I, that was it. <laughs> well, poo-poo on you, because I'm picking saw blade kill, because I'm picking the guy that got his arm cut off at first continues to fight and then like three or four more saw blades just dismember him in that little oh in that little cubby like i i can understand not picking clay's because it's like hers was brutal too it's brutal but it was only like two seconds i feel like his was a little longer and the camera stayed on it yeah and everyone's also like where did he go (laughs) and it's like he's everywhere out there he's yeah he's a million pieces (laughs) Uh, I, I don't know if they would have shown the Jason Statham like actual kill, that yeah. would have been pretty cool. I would, but it's, and it was also effective. Of, like, are they eating him, stabbing him, kicking him? Like that was like, uh, he's getting it pretty bad. I I do love all the no name beheadings. I mean, those were really fun to watch because it's just this montage of people celebrating and then big daddy martian chopping heads yes just an amazing montage so but to pick an actual kill of the week it's the the rookie guy getting totally dismembered by saw blades i love it way to go down that's it man all right so uh ali on time ali on time All right, Bubba, looking right back at you, man. This is you're revisiting this for where you haven't seen it for a while. All right, man. So, like I said, I originally thought it was going to be like a one out of ten. I I expected I this movie to be you. just as bad. I'm as not far from saw you. It. I would have drove to your house. <laughs> you would have gave me COVID again. I would have licked your face. I would have got COVID 2.0. Yep. <laughs> Second COVID. COVID number two. It's, it's uh, Nate Pliskin escaped from Charlie. <laughs> uh, so uh, six point five. It's a really fun movie. It's I I will rewatch this. I will. No, I I recommend others to give this another try. I do. Shut your brain off. Have fun with it. Um, it's not the best Carpenter movie. It's not the worst Carpenter movie. Oh, it, I, it might be somewhere in the middle, but it's it's a lot of fun. 
it's a blast. Now, um, I'm giving it a seven. I'm going seven. It's I own it. I've owned it since it came out on DVD. I still have. Does that yours DVD. have like the gold bars at the very top of the case that say like widescreen? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. mine has like all yeah, that stuff I, on it. I remember that DVD case real well. Um, and it's. I, I watch this movie regularly. I mean, and like I said, it was one of the first movies I wanted to do when we originally were going to do just action horror movies. Um, it, it, I love John Carpenter movies. This one just hits on all cylinders for me. It still boggles my mind how these movies bombed. And I'm like, it just doesn't make sense to me, but this one does it on all cylinders is it perfect? No, of course not. It's a turn your brain off, uh, pop it in, watch. I watched it with Anthony. So we we're up here in Ohio and I was like, you know what? Let's let's watch Ghost of Mars, you know, and he's seen Escape from New York and Escape from L.A. and all those. And he's sitting there watching it. And I was like, hey, what do you think? And he goes, that was fun because that was a really good movie, Dad. And I was like, nice. See, I mean, it's <laughs> it doesn't have to be Captain America's playing in a shield on something. It doesn't have to be, you know, 27 badasses trying to hog the screen. It can just be a simple run and gun zombie slash gore gun fest done on Mars. And it's just fun. As it should be. That's all it needs to be. That's it, man. Well, okay, Charlie, you know <laughs> what we think now, but now, we have trash opinions. Nate, I have something for you. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. I'm the trash man. I come <laughs> out, I throw trash all over, the, all over the ring. And then I start eating garbage. And then I pick up the trash can and I... Oh, that's going to be a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get that tattooed on me so badly. I'm the trash man. I realize I don't need another Danny DeVito tattoo, but I'd be really happy with just having like my leg covered with different Danny DeVito tattoos. Y'all heard that correctly. (laughs) He said another. Uh, (laughs) Sometimes you'd look at his his tattoos and go, You're trash, kid. I didn't get rid of it. I didn't get rid of it. (laughs) But I did. DeVito's our new drop, damn it. I did make you the trash man drop. So, all right, Nate, what's all right. our trash opinions this week? This comes from 2001. Screen Swift, they said, made me yearn for the cinematic sophistication of Battlefield Earth. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. This mismatch of horror and sci-fi cliches could have been fun just for the cliches. But it didn't become a good, bad movie. Instead, it was a bad, bad movie. I've never before seen an entire audience rise at the conclusion and express contempt for a flick. And we were previewing it on free passes. What, pray, tell, will erupt from a group who have forked over their hard-earned money for the experience? I'll be watching the news with interest. How could a movie as wretched as Ghosts of Mars see the light of day? There is only one explanation. This movie is a deliberate attempt 
to earn the title worst sci-fi film ever. Possibly some sort of bet was involved. Well, if that was the idea, it worked. Courtney Love had the good sense to pull out of this mess. Would that everyone else had done that too? <laughs> By the way, IMDb page lists Red Planet as a similar movie. That's a huge slur on Red Planet. See Red Planet instead. Red Planet is not a good movie, and I do not wish to revisit that. Wow. <laughs> Red Planet just has one singular robot trying to kill them yeah. on Mars. That's it. That's that's all it is. I'm looking at the IMDb for this movie right now. It's like 4.9. That's a that's 5. That's half. Yeah, yeah it's it's half. It's a 50, perfectly 50. watchable movie. I I don't get people, man. I don't I don't understand people. I just don't. Battlefield oh. Earth? You I want, know. You, you want, want you want a what? movie that Charlie hates. That's Battlefield I mean, Earth. Hates. I hate that movie. I I I will only watch it if we cover it to dog it the entire episode. That's which that's I don't think it. I want to do to the audience. No, because I don't <laughs> want anyone to sit there and think, well, maybe I should watch it before I listen to him. Because I'm going to be like, no, you should listen to no, us no, no, first. No. <laughs> Avoid. Don't watch that movie. Um, well, I got wow. one more for oh, us from God, a I David. I don't know if I can handle another one. Go for it. This one came from 2013. So, you know. It's been 10 years later at this point, a little bit longer than that, but he gave it one and a half stars saying, I wanted to like this. I really did. I love John Carpenter and this had some talent acting in it. I don't know. It's like Carpenter took what might have worked for him in the past, but it didn't work this time. I want to say that John Carpenter and Larry Sulkis got drunk and came up with the plot. A lot of this just seemed out of date. And could have worked in the 80s or 90s. <sighs> the main villain looked like a death metal musician. Probably why metal music played on the soundtrack every time they appeared on screen. As much as I liked the cast, it didn't look like they wanted to be in the movie. I think that would have made a possibly cool video game. Didn't make a good movie. Why is it would have been a cool video game. He's got a yeah, point. But why also, is... the metal's cool. Then yeah. Guy looks like his lead singer of Death Metal's band. Yeah, it's cool. Everything he's bringing <laughs> up as a negative, I'm sitting there going, that, that's, that's, that's what this. it was. Every time we do this and they have negatives, I'm like, yeah, this is why it's awesome. Like, I wonder if they got drunk and wrote this. I hope so. I would, yeah. This guy looked like a giant dude from a metal band. That's because metal dudes were involved with this movie. It, this is. Uh, you were right, sir. All right. Well, that's a decent trash opinions. Good job, Nate. Thanks for finding those. Oh, you're he welcome. scours the internet for hours looking for that. I, I really do. <laughs> you do good. You do good. All right, man. Well, that is our third entry in our journey into space, man. Yeah. I'm it's almost pretty, coming I'm to a conclusion. Happy. It's almost to an end. Almost to an end. I, we got a pretty good banger like coming Mr. out. Mr. John Bon Bon Jovi once said, we're halfway there. Whoa, whoa. Um, we got a pretty awesome episode coming up next, don't we? 
we have a fantastic episode coming up next that we recorded before this one yep. because this episode almost didn't happen because I had some severe internet trouble, then I got it fixed, and then you had some severe internet trouble, then you got it fixed, and then you got COVID. And then Columbus lost power. Then Columbus decided to have a heat wave. (laughs) And like 240,000 people lost power. It's been rough. That was Uh, central Ohio. Yeah. So, but yeah, we were able to squeeze in our other recording. Um, We have a fantastic group joining us, and that is correct, a group. Um, I won't We brought a lot of people in on this one. It was. It was a full house and no, it's not yes. the Tanners. Um, but, uh, it's going to be fun. And I, and honestly, it was a fantastic episode. We had a lot of, a lot of good info, a lot of good conversations about it. So look forward to that. I Usually, think there's more philosophical breakdown of a movie yeah. than we have ever done before, especially when it comes to a certain director. And the people that we invited on, it was kind yes. of, kind of a, <laughs> we were enlightened. It was a different, it was a different endeavor for Nate and I, and we we're better for it. And we had a blast. So, and if they're listening, thank you again for coming on. So, uh, yeah. So look forward to hearing that. I don't think there's anything else we need to announce right now. No, no, no other announcements. Still working on, uh, some interviews. We did have to reschedule a pretty good sized one. Yeah, we got um, two coming up, but I'll it is re- uh, three once I nail down the date, once I'm not sick. Oh, there um, we go. So, but it will be a, I dare to say one of our biggest interviews. Ooh, could be. Thanks. So. Oh, tune in to find out. Tune in to find out. I, we do have news. Which house has a release date. Oh yeah. Uh, Bobby Ju- and James movie. HP Lovecraft's The Witch House, July 5th. July 5th. Hitting uh, streaming. Uh, streaming, and I think it said Walmart. I think we might be getting a DVD uh, You know, it might have been a, a DVD and Blu-ray release. I can't remember. I forget but what it is. They got an exclusive article on bloodydisgusting.com, which is yes. like the biggest horror site out there. They have uh, they got picked up by promotion distributors in the UK and the United States. Uh, the one in the UK is actually doing the distribution of Top Gun Two, so not small fish, man. It's kind of awesome what's going on for Great. these guys. It's funny to like read the comments on Blade Discussing's page. People were like, "This looks pretty low budget. I'm intrigued. What's going on? This looks cheap. Like I'm just like excited to see what people think of it." Yeah, because if you follow us on Instagram or anything like that, that has been winning numerous awards all year long. I mean, there's con. I don't even. I don't do. I don't even know if they have a full count. It's gonna yet. be at Gen Con, which is like the biggest board game convention out yes. there in yes, Indiana. They are playing it at Gen Con this year. Um, so, for those of you that's been waiting. We've talked about it a lot when it was coming up and after we did the interview. Um, it's coming soon, uh, within probably a few weeks of you guys listening to this. Yep, so, it'll be out. And please listen to it or watch it. Come back, listen to our interview. Our interview was spoiler-free. We don't give anything away on it, but we would love for everyone's feedback on how well the movie's doing. Um, Bobby and James are huge contributors in the group and on our Instagram. 
They've been massive supporters of us as we have of them. And it's just kind of, kind of relit that fire again for more independent movie makers. It really awesome when we see them doing big things. I like seeing them have fun. Uh, Max, his uh, movie is on Blu-ray now. Uh, we yeah. need to do something. Max Booth. Well, yeah, it's now officially out on Blu-ray. I don't think he even was aware originally that it was coming out on Blu-ray, but there it is. They didn't even tell him it was on Netflix when it That's came true. out. So, <laughs> It just, I'm sure he just opened up the mailbox and there was a DVD. Uh, so, uh, yeah, we're here to support these guys. We hope everyone else does too. Uh, and as all the other projects from our other interview, uh, people come through like Derek, Derek is Derek's on big things, multiple movies he's working on this year. So Derek is a busy man. I hope he, I actually get to see him at some point in the year. Yeah. That was kind of the other disturbing thing of getting COVID. I don't get to even the possibility of hanging out with Derek because we're yep. all not that far away, you know, it, but uh, no, all of the people we've met and are doing this stuff is doing amazing. We're doing great. Nate, our numbers are growing every week. Yeah. Which we're, I do want to personally thank every new listener that's hopped on. Like it's been really cool uh, just to see the numbers and people even going back to like really old episodes and listening to it. I love that. It, it's yeah. been fantastic. It's humbling. Like, thank you so much. Please like reach out to us. Let us know where you found us. Cause like, yeah, when we're looking into this, it's like some people are like, Oh, you got from an Alexa enabled device. I'm like, what does that mean? Who are you? And I'm, I'm, it's a lot too. Yeah. But like, please like reach out to us. We're join not the group. scary. I Jump promise. In. Join the groups. We're heavily active on Instagram the most. Like, Instagram seems to be where we do the lot of promoting the memes, we, like, yeah, just funny stuff like that. The Facebook groups, it's a lot of just conversation. That's, yeah, that's where other people are doing it, and then Charlie and I are there commenting as well. We don't shy away. Like it does. It's just you have a lot more people coming together, creating polls. So, like, just seriously, thank you so much for listening. Uh, please, if you're on Apple Podcasts, leave us a review. It really helps us grow the channel. Um, screenshot. I'll, I screenshot them and I'll yeah. share them on Spotify. Uh, or not Spotify, on Instagram. If you rate us on Spotify, let us know. Like, it, it seriously means the world. Like, we're wanting that number to slowly just grow more and more. Yep. Um, we want to know, like, if you did tell someone else, like, what are their thoughts? Like, are... It's basically Wayne's world. You tell three friends and they tell their friends and they tell their friends. Like, and that's, that's how you break humbling. out of, you, you break out of this algorithm jail that I feel like, like everyone's in right now. So we still don't even have a commercial and we're still finding new audience members. So why you got, it's why fantastic. Like that? Why you got to put me I'm out on blast? Well, like you that. got, you got the brain scramblies and you got the COVID. So I, I won't okay. yell at you. I appreciate that. Please, please don't yell at me. Um, no. And I, I can't, do anything better than what nate just said right there other than just please go find us at give me back my action movies on facebook get in the group give me back my horror movies on facebook we are on instagram twitter uh tiktok working on youtube when i'm back at home in my office we're going to try and get on that a little bit more you said a lot but it is actually going to happen it it is it's hard when this feels like a part-time job when you have a full-time job 
And that's what this is. This is literally a part-time job with full-time jobs. Even scheduling has been chaotic right now. So doing anything to add to that workload is a bit of a chore, but we know there are people out there that want to listen to this on YouTube or give us the venue to maybe do an interview on YouTube where you can actually see us interact with these people that we're bringing on. And that would be something great to do. Um, but yeah, thanks everybody for listening. Please go check out all our other, uh, network shows. Give me back my pro wrestling monster movie, stomp down good beer, bad movie night. I know you hear me with Flynn Hendricks and tales from the haunt with Flynn Hendricks and just Jeff fantastic shows, fantastic content. Those guys are bringing it just as hard as Nate, Nate and I am. Um, yeah, they're doing fantastic. I mean, come on, that commercial to give me back my pro wrestling. Every time it comes on, I'm like, yeah, this reminds me of like a Super Nintendo game. Absolutely. I love it. Like, I, I love, love it. The, <laughs> I love the voiceover stuff they do. Um, I am working on a commercial, and I did finally find someone to help collaborate on it to get it done. So once I get my head straightened and can get things going, there will be commercials out there for us. Um, so, yeah, and we'll have some new commercials for some new shows coming up here pretty soon. So we're making friends all the time. Please go check out, you know, might as well. We're throwing everyone else out there. Please go check out shows like Podcasting After Dark, $2 Late Fee, Spoils of Horror, Bad Movie Cult, uh, 100 Horrors. Uh, er almost everyone we follow on Instagram, uh, Action Action, Last Action Podcast, um, if I'm not saying someone's name that I interact with a lot, it's not the Fiendish Five podcast. Yeah. Uh, Gag cut above. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's there's a lot of good people out there. These are they are great shows. They're shows we actually listen to. We are active with. Um, and if you follow us on social medias, you already know about them because we share their stuff and they share our stuff. So. It's more than a network. It's a community. So we want to thank it's all those very guys. Very happy family. And thank everyone for listening. And we'll quit yammering. I think we're good. All right, man. You got to give us the good word to get out of here. Let's just kick some ass. It's what we do best. <laughs>